Hello, and thank you for joining us on Callbox Dialed In. My name is Katie Lawrence, and I am a Senior Account Consultant here at Callbox. I am here in the Callbox office today with uh, two regional managers from Community Dental, Ms. Sandra Soto and Ms. Cecilia Patterson. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. No, thank, thank you, you so much, Katie. Yeah. Thank you for having us. For sure. It's so good to have you guys here. Um, I thought we would start off today. We've got a lot of topics that we want to talk about, but I would love for our listeners to get an idea of who you guys are and kind of what your backgrounds are. So maybe, Cecilia, if you want to start, tell us a little bit about um, your background and how you ended up at Community Dental. So I've actually been in the dental field for about, well, since I was 17. I'm 25 wow. now, so okay. it's been <laughs> quite a while. Yes. <laughs> a decade. A decade behind you. <laughs> and it's just been amazing. That was really my first job I got in dental. And Five years ago, I started with Community Dental Partners, and it's been amazing. I just love the growth in dental. Dental is growing so much, so I just love it. Um, I love the opportunity with Community Dental Partners that they've given me. I've grown so much. Yeah. Um, I started in marketing, and okay. now I'm a regional, so okay, it's, it's just great. been amazing. Cool, and tell us about your role as a regional today. Um, so the role, you know, you just, my managers, I have five practices that I travel in the Texas West side. So okay. it's it's the rural areas mm -hmm. and it's just kind of talking to my managers and just making them sure to take care of their patients sure. and the patient experience. The doctors making sure that we have enough patients for them to see and take care of. Awesome. Um, just because there's you know a, a low low dental right um, atmosphere in the rural areas. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, I know you guys are running around like crazy people typically with all of your offices that you're We're used to doing, Katie. So. Yeah, we come, we've come to love it. So. Yeah, that's good. And Sandra, what about you? Why dentistry and why community dental? So dentistry, I actually wanted to go into being a dental hygienist. I actually started out being a uh, dental assistant. Um, so Community Dental Partners has actually grown because before they were just Smile Magic. Mm -hmm. And about three years ago, they bought out a DSO, and um, I was actually a manager there in that location. Wow. And lucky me, I worked my little tail off. Uh, <laughs> I was offered the regional manager position um, when they bought out those, the, those 11 practices. Okay. So ever since then, I've really enjoyed it. That was maybe three years ago. And um, it's been a lot of growth, like Cecilia said. One thing about Community Dental Partners, it, they have allowed us to grow. Um, they give us the tools and resources to grow, the conferences to go to, the books we need to read. So mm -hmm. it's, it's truly amazing, and not only for us, but even for our practice managers. Sure. So the same, um, we really want to even relay that down to them, not even then. They also do dental assistance. Mm -hmm. So it's just been a great place. Um, dentistry has always been my thing as well. So um, I'm just really happy. And I never really thought I would be in the management side, but sure, yeah. the people side of it is amazing. So I love the talk. Katie, you're amazing. Every time we meet, it's just um, it's like we know each other forever. So it's, <laughs> yeah. it's just great. And that's just how we treat our customers yeah. is like um, our patients are just like, families that could be our grandparents, could be our parents, so totally. it's been amazing. Yeah, well, the community is so big on the culture piece. I feel like that's one thing I've learned a lot from working with you guys is just how to create, you know, the company culture that you're really pushing for. So what are some ways, Sandra, that you are um, really actively engaging your offices to kind of promote that culture, especially with them being spread out? They're not all working in the same place. So what does that look like for you guys? 
So with Community Dental Partners, we actually have um, practice manager summit that we do two a year. Oh, nice. So the managers all come together because they're all from all over Texas. So they rarely get to see each other. Right. Um, like her managers see themselves on their weekly manager meeting, and so do mine, but they never really interact so much. Mm -hmm. And so once a year they come together, all of them from even the southwest area, so there's even more down in El Paso, DFW okay. area. And so the, everyone comes together, and it's a learning experience there. So there we do learn um, more about the culture as well, but then we take it back to the office as well, hopefully. So mm -hmm. then we go in there and make sure that it is being implemented and that they are learning and teaching it to their um, staff as well. Even now, we brought the lead assistants up to our That's corporate right, office yeah. and even our schedulers. So, mm -hmm. you know, those, those are the main ones we're working with right now in Callbox. So everyone's getting a little piece of, I think, going to... What our executives call the, I think the Eiffel Tower, they get to go out there too, um, yeah. and just experience that. It's not just something that we talk about; it's actually something that yeah. we do. Yeah. And so we, as um, leaders, we have to really implement it and show it, and it's a, I think something we have to model. And yeah. I think that the managers are, are seeing that. Okay, we truly do believe in it, um, and so let's do it. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. One quarter sure. pillars. We oh, have great. pillars that we go based off. The three top ones is ownership, being humble, mm -hmm. and being grateful. Okay. So those are I the love three. Yeah. that. Oh, my gosh, I love that. <laughs> and it's so important because culture is something that starts at the top, right, but yes. certainly has to flow down. And as the regional, you guys are such a key part right in the middle there, right, separating yes. or kind of bridging the gap, yes. I guess, between <laughs> top level and office staff. So that's really cool. Um. Talk to me a little bit about your goals for your offices this year. What are some things that you hope to see them accomplish or kind of tackle in the next year with your team? So I'll start off. So um, this year, well, this last year we did, we grew the company. So five locations came on. Mm -hmm. um, but aside from that, even two of my locations went from a one-doctor practice to a two-doctor practice. So oh, um, oh, wow. it, it sounded like, oh, you know, it's an easy thing, but believe <laughs> yeah. it or not, especially if you've worked in a, the dental in industry or as a manager and just for the couple of staff members that used to manage and now you, the flow is different. Everything's totally. different there. So oh, I yeah, think you're adding a whole other schedule. To yes, yes. Um, and just, so I think that's one of the goals I have is to actually learn how that works. I know Cecilia came from a very big office, so she absolutely knows. And mm -hmm. I came from a small office, so mm -hmm. all my offices have always been small. So that's one goal I have because okay. not only that, but as community dental partners, they are looking to expand by adding five locations every year. Okay. So it's a very, very great um, company that we work for right now because they do look to grow every single year by mm -hmm. five plus locations a year. So I think that's one goal of mine is to really understand the two-doctor practice because some that we do have, they're ready to expand. Um, you were talking about the culture, and mm -hmm. I think um, who, who we are, we really have to relay it to our patients as well. Totally. And I think we owe some of that to our growth is our patients are really like, hey, you really do care about us. So we are growing, so mm -hmm. we are expanding. And at the same time, it's positive, but then you have to learn different things. So oh, yeah. the growth happens for us, but then also for our managers. So yeah, definitely. I'm loving it. That's the challenge awesome. is always great. Right, so, yeah. yeah. What about, Cecilia, for you, what are some other goals that you might have for your offices? Anything else that you're looking for? Honestly, for my goal is to develop my practice managers because okay. I want them to develop. Like Cassandra said, I'm going to hit on that a little bit. We're expanding. Um, some practices are expanding, and then we're building more practices. Mm -hmm. So I want growth. Okay. I want growth for my managers. I want growth for mm -hmm. team members in the practice. I want them to grow. 
And even if they don't want to grow and move to another position, I do want them to grow individually. I want them to be better. And all our teams, they want to grow. They want to be better. They want to be better than last year. They have goals also. That's awesome. Yeah. Staff training is one thing I've heard you both talk about a lot. So I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. How are you guys measuring that today? What are you using to to make sure you are training your staff appropriately, I guess? I'm going to hit on a, on one point, mm-hmm. and that's call box, and I'm going <laughs> <I'm gonna laughs> okay, to use you. <laughs> I was going to ask that directly next, so go ahead. <laughs> I, I'm going to use you. You have been such an important part. Um Again, like Sandra said, you know, we haven't been using call box. We, we weren't diving into it. Sure. And since you came on, you've helped us. You've helped us kind of just dive in deeply mm-hmm. and helped me learn about it, how to even just log in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to start somewhere, right? <laughs> well, thank you. That's, I mean, that's so sweet. I love to hear that. Um, especially, I mean, we believe in Callbox as the tool uh, to really help some of your offices. So I love getting to work with you guys as well. Y'all teams are super eager to, to learn and develop. Um, what are some ways that you're leveraging Callbox in your day-to-day? Does it... Um, you know, what are some ways that you're using it on site? Monitoring calls. Okay. I think that has been the biggest sure. um, that I've used it, just okay. monitoring how we are answering calls, how mm-hmm. we are answering questions. Okay. I think that has just been such an improvement. I use that with my managers. I play them in my scheduler meetings and awesome. my manager meetings awesome. just so they can hear themselves and so they can talk to their teams and their yeah. teams can listen to themselves because... Right. They need to know how they're sounding over the phone. Totally. I think that's just been the most amazing that I've used it for. Sure. Yeah. Well, it's funny. You know, we talk, people cringe when you're going to play a recording yeah. of their voice. They think, oh, yeah. I don't want to hear that at all. But it is one of the most impactful things that we can provide for them because it's real life. This is exactly what you sound like on the phone. Um, so it can be incredibly impactful. Um, talk to me a little bit. Community has done some things with uh some, you know, competitions among offices, letting your schedulers listen to other schedulers' calls. Can you guys shed some light on how that's been received in the office and how your schedulers are using that today? Um, so for me, I've played it in meetings sure. and I kind of, I use amazing calls <laughs> <laughs> and um, it gives them just that competition that yeah. like, oh, well, she's saying that, so I'm going to say <laughs> right. this, you know, and it's just a friendly competition that yeah. my team gets in, and it, it has just helped so much listening oh, to each other calls. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's kind of new, Sandra, for your practices, I think. Yeah, right? and we recently started using it a similar way as Cecilia did, too, so I always say, um, so just yesterday or two days ago, we, we were playing some calls. And I knew she was in my schedulers right in the middle. So mm-hmm. I got a really bad call. So that way, you know, she could be like, hey, I'm better than that. And then yeah. we got a really great call like, hey, this is the opportunity I have. Love so it's, it's been nice to be able to listen to other people and learn from them. Because honestly, well, we provide scripts through mm-hmm. our company. Um, but even scripting, me, myself, I read it and I'm just like, yeah, I don't know if I can say this. But if you hear someone <laughs> yeah. else that's doing the same thing similar to mm-hmm. you, um, I think that's just going to give you confidence. Like, yeah, I can say it. Oh, okay, it's in that type of tone that we're going to say it, not in the one I was thinking. So it's been great to listen right. to Right, right. Yeah, no, I think that's so, so true. To hear, and to hear those two um, right next to each other, my, you know, room for improvement call mm-hmm. and my, okay, I achieved what I was trying to do call. Um, both of those next to each other can be hugely impactful, I think. And um, 
kind of on that same, you know, line of thought, is there an office that you could mention maybe or um, maybe even a, a scheduler specifically who you've seen really, you know, kind of take call box and, and make a change or really leverage it for, for the value it can provide? So for me, I will have to give props to my mineral wealth location. Totally. Um, she's, you've heard her? Yes. <laughs> she's Phenomenal. Been, yes. Mm-hmm. I actually just listened to a call, I think it was yesterday, and she had a six-minute call talking yep. about cats with a patient. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But, so you know, it's just, it goes a long way. Right. She creates so. the connection. Yes. That's one of the, I mean, biggest strengths that that office has is they're able to make that connection with the caller um, and that's going to make that caller want to come in. Now we're friends. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Easier to book, right? Yeah. What about you, Sandra? So I would say my best scheduler I have, her name is Diana. She's from my Huntsville location, so okay. Smile Makers. Um, but I, I have to say that also I have an office that was struggling, and um, but the manager there, Kendra, she mm-hmm. has been using it right now, and she's like, she learned so much. So just this morning she gave me feedback. Like it wasn't really about a patient, but it was more about a case that could have gone completely wrong when the patient came hmm. in two weeks from now, but she was able to catch that on a phone call. Wow. So above from addressing patient needs and, and everything else, I mean, it's just, it's so helpful. It's helpful to have that. It's like our own cost dinner. You're like our cost dinner. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of pressure. Yes. Yeah, so it was great. It's been great. That's so great. Yeah, I, I'm. those are two offices that have come to mind for me as well. Ennis, I would say, is another one I've worked yeah. really closely with who's, um, yeah, just really take into what this data can provide them to make immediate changes um, in how they're wording things or how they're talking to um, patients. I've been, I mean, blown away by their hard work for sure. Yeah, and it's the first, um, I believe it's the first connection to patients, whether they're going to come in or not. So I think that's so important. So we think about maybe our doctors or our dental assistants, but we always forget about our front desk or especially the schedulers. I mean, people Mm -hmm. that have never met us before are calling us, and it could go amazing or completely the wrong way. So that's how we're using call boxes. How can we actually get our patients to show up in the door? Yeah, definitely. What would you guys say are some of the biggest changes that you've seen in community? Both of you have been there for a while, and I know obviously it's changed quite a bit since the, since the beginning. What, um, what's been the biggest change that y'all have seen, and how has it impacted you? I will have to say the culture. Okay. Um, the culture has just, we've been, that has been a, that has been prioritized mm-hmm. um, recently. Not recently, it's been a few years already. Sure, sure. But it has changed so much. Um, even our employee handbook has changed because of the culture. Okay. And it's just been amazing. We expect that culture to be with everyone. Right. You know, even the executives and yeah. From the executives to the doctors to the schedulers, mm-hmm. from everyone. Right. So. Right. Well, and it changes how your offices interact with each other within one office and across offices, too, which, yeah. of course, you guys have a big hand in as well. Anything come to mind for you, Sandra? Yeah. Um, well, just to finish off from Cecilia is, um, so she talked about our policy. So we have something called the nine pillars that the executives actually brought in when they first, they talked to us about how when they first started the company, they mm-hmm. brought it in and they okay. never thought it would last through all this growth. Because, um, oh, wow. you know, small things or like the unique items usually go away after so long. <laughs> yeah, that's well, true. Well, these still have lasted and now they've just been like 
expanded and now they're bigger than ever. So mm-hmm. a couple of things that Cecilia mentioned earlier is just um, nine pillars or kind of rules and policies that we kind of go by. So um, you're probably like, okay, well, what are they? <laughs> so, some of them are, so the first one that we have is humility. So honestly, mm-hmm. this is something we use in the people that we hire mm-hmm. is like, hey, do you, are you humble? Are you open to change? Because honestly, uh, you talk about it, Katie, Community Dental Partners has changed mm-hmm. and we change almost every year. It's amazing change, amazing growth. But some people are just not like set open up to or, or open to yeah, it, and um, sure. and it's like one day it's one thing, another day it's another thing. But it's awesome because we're just growing. Yeah, with with our um, technology that we have, amazing technology. So it's just been so great to work there, and um, and even what we're learning. So uh, you asked. Um, you know, what did we enjoy or... Yeah, just what um, what you've seen change, change. Yeah, yeah. in the last few years. So I, I talked about it earlier. I think it's the investment that they make in all their employees. So not yeah. only the regionals, the managers, they send them to conferences, totally. even um, the dental assistants, you know, they pay for their corona polishing when that was still happening. Mm-hmm. It's just a huge investment that they make in every single individual. Yeah. And um, we feel it. Everyone feels it. Sure. So it's been great. Yeah. So you mentioned a little bit the impact of culture on the hiring process. Uh-huh. Obviously, we know in in the industry as a whole, turnover can be a really big issue in offices. We're constantly hiring and retraining. How do you guys battle that when it comes to incorporating culture and your staff training needs with new hires? Now, HR, so because of the culture, again, everything's culture. Um, HR actually helped us with that oh, because awesome. we didn't want that turnover. We didn't want to lose people. Mm-hmm. We actually want our staff members to be here and stay with us. Yeah. So they actually helped us and they came up with questions that revolve around the culture. Oh, to ask like in the hiring process. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I love that. Everything revolves around our nine pillars. And mm-hmm. I think sure. one thing that's important is all just transparency. So from the beginning, letting them know what's expected of them. Hey, is this something you're you're going to be wanting and that you love? Mm-hmm. Because honestly, um, you know how many people are actually in a day-to-day job and they don't really enjoy it. And you can tell. Totally. And so we talk about what's the ups and the downs and, you know, the changes that are going to happen. Sure. But hey, if you stay with us through it all, um, you know, you'll see great things. And so I think just being transparent about that, we, we do get the right people up front. Yeah. Um, every once in a while, you know, every, everyone has <laughs> every, that where yeah. maybe something doesn't work out. But I, the nine pillars have really helped. So yeah. cool. it's been great. I'm going to put you guys a little bit on the spot here. But one thing that, Sandra, you've mentioned to me before is um, the uh, focus, I would say, on just learning and development among leadership specifically. So I know you guys are reading a ton of books right now um, at Community and over the last couple of years. Is there a book that stands out to you just for a management um, that you could maybe give a kind of quick recommendation of or anything that you've read that comes to mind? So I'm going to say one of my favorite. This was not one that was given to us by the company, but okay. now we've all, we're all reading it. It's Dare to Lead by Brene Brown. Oh, nice. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. The, um, it talks about just being vulnerable, and that's just what we are What we are trying to tell everyone in the company. is like, hey, we are going to go through struggles, but if yeah. you know how to ask for help, reach out and overcome it, and not just always not put a barrier or like a right. wall in front of you, just, hey, be open about it. So that was my favorite. And I just, so I talk about the growth in the company because it's just so amazing. <laughs> so right now we have, we took it, we've taken so many tests to try to understand each other in our own levels. Very so cool. that has helped so much. So um, 
our CEO brought up the Colby test, mm-hmm. understands how we work amongst each other, and that's amazing. So I've learned so much about every individual I work with. And then right now we just took the test called the Enneagram. Oh, yes. yeah. That's amazing. It's such a hot topic right yes. now. Yes. So I'm going to take four. Four. Yeah. <laughs> <You're laughs> <anymore. laughs> I love it. I love it. So. And now we're reading that book. Yes. So now we're on that book. Right okay, now. great. So you're a four. Do you know your Enneagram number yet? Have you taken the test? Yes. Do you remember? Um, I don't remember. Okay, that's She's okay. like an eight or nine. She <laughs> was a challenger, is what she was. I was a challenger? Yes. <laughs> okay, perfect. I'm, I'm a high green. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a high solid green three over here. Oh, okay. So, like, perfectionist, yeah. got everything under control. So, <laughs> what about you, Cecilia? Do you have a book that you would recommend just from a management so, perspective? Yes, the book that I recommend is The Five Dysfunctions of a Team. Okay. I love that one. I haven't read that one. It's amazing. I actually just finished it, and my Boss, Jody, is the one that recommended it to me, and it's just been amazing. I'm actually gonna have my practice managers read it, and it's just talking about how you can how how you can improve your team, how can sure. it be better. Yeah, gosh, that's incredible. I love love the focus on uh, lifelong learning, yeah. um, which we at Callbox really adopt that as well. We're all about book clubs and what can we read together. Mm-hmm. So I'm always looking for new recommendations for ours. So I'll add those to the list yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Well, y'all, it is so good to um, be able to talk with you guys today. I'm so thankful that y'all were able to come to our office and actually spend some time with us. So we just want to say thank you for the insight um, and looking forward to continuing to work with you guys in the future. Yeah, no, thank you so much, Katie, for having us. We really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Callbox Dialed In. If you'd like to be kept in the loop on future episodes, subscribe directly or on your favorite podcast app. Callbox is a comprehensive tool used by more than 5,000 dental practices and DSOs to optimize phone handling processes, increase appointments, and improve caller experience by providing insight into every patient phone call. To learn more, visit us at callbox.com dental.